and I did uh, more than 10,000 experiments only myself uh, in my in my garden. I had uh, two food forests, one in the city and one in the mountain. And uh, more, four, four years ago, let's say I did uh, six years of experimentation and then I had uh, friends from the permaculture movement of biodynamics people coming and visiting me and they were surprised because they saw very incredible things. You're listening to the Crucial Four podcast series where your journey is our passion. Now introducing the Crucial Four founder and CEO, Charles Barber. Hey guys, today we have an amazing podcast about farming and electroculture with a good friend of mine, Andrea. Andrea is overseas. He's in Italy. And this man has been on the forefront of some electroculture techniques that I am not familiar with. And so I wanted to bring him on to share some of information. And also we're looking at doing a small little pilot program together. So we've got some stuff coming down the pipeline for you guys as well. But enjoy today's podcast. Um, it was a lot of fun. And I'm sure it's going to open you guys up to a whole new world of farming uh, that not a lot of people are talking about. Yeah, well, um, you know, I started researching electroculture. It popped back up. I think it was probably that book you co-authored. I saw something that you did. And I just went down the rabbit hole, bro. I went to your website. I started looking at everything you were doing and I was like enthralled. And then, um, and then I kind of found Yannick and then I found this other guy that's actually in the United States. David. But, um, David. Yeah. But I just really loved how you and Yannick are really big on the telluric energies, the cosmic energies. And, you know, I'm a, I'm a bona fide hippie, you know, so <laughs> I'd already read, you know, secrets of the soil like 10 years ago. Um, I have some gardens where I was building these huge pyramids around the gardens. And, you know, this was like 10 years ago. But and I've been to rock dust and in the you know a little bit of paramagnetism, but I I did I didn't have in, half the not even a quarter of the knowledge that you were putting out about you know Krustov uh, and just you know all the other guys. I mean, there's so much information about yeah. electroculture that I had no clue. And you know, you're Italian, so you 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 you're translating these documents in English and it is just, it's just magical for me. Like I just, everything started kind of clicking and um, it all made sense. And it wasn't something that I really had to, I don't know. Un, I don't know. I just, I just got this natural intuitive, like feeling like, Oh, this is the big picture of what we're missing, you know? Um, so, Anyways, I digress. Thank you so much for your time. And uh, I'd like to just take a moment and introduce you to my audience and kind of let you uh, let you do that, if that's okay with you. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you, Charles. It's a pleasure to, to be here. 
really thank you and um like you know we we touch each other we exchange some uh, emails and uh, the 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 story of the electroculture is uh, so big and it's uh, it's an, an old story it started uh, in the 70th century and um, was uh, re really pushed a lot 100 years ago okay in more or less 100 mm -hmm. years ago they started to do experiments uh, all over the world uh, in united states in uk france italy germany there were a big movement with um, periodical meeting with the international meeting discussing the, the possibility to grow plants, uh, especially with um, AC and DC, eh? that was the point. And then there were a part of the um, group using um, natural energy because you, uh, you can use absolutely natural energy that is available in nature. And uh, there were super results, super results uh, in terms of uh, uh, grow, more grow, more production, more resistance, no usage of any chemical, no pest control, no fertilizer. And, and this is the best things, increasing the nutrition factor. So um, that's a really point uh, fascinated me. Yeah, and I don't know if you know about uh, Bionutrient Food Association, but they are becoming an international kind of presence here lately. But I've got to connect you with Dan. If you don't know Dan Kittredge, he started it and... His story is basically his grand his grandparents, his parents were one of the first people in the organic movement before it was even a movement. You know, they were talking about organic food and he has a, an amazing story. I, I'll digress. I'll, I'll let you him tell you one day because it's way better when he tells it. But basically, he's developed a meter and we're measuring nutrient density with this meter. It's a it's a very basic type of technology. But the issue that we've ran into is data. So for the last f three or four years, we've all kind of come together uh, in the nation. And from what I understand, it's global now. And basically just mining all of the data that we do on our properties. I, I have a, an acre behind my house and it, I'm pretty intense on it and um, got pyramids and stuff everywhere. We can talk about that later. But Basically, I have to like write down like everything I do, you know, from the type of compost to the minerals. Um, Dan's real big on Dr. Albrecht and Carrie Reams research and mm -hmm. understanding that it's the minerals and the microbes that are the key players and creating, you know, disease resistance and and more nutrient density. But um, basically, we've just been compiling all this data and it's been so such an amazing journey because this technology is going to be in our our phones eventually like it's and it's not like 20 years from now we're talking maybe five it, it's really starting to come in so 
the consumer could now go to the grocery store, or the farmer's market, and they, they can see who has the most nutrient-dense carrots because now Absolutely. we're building this database. Yes. And Great. what an exciting time to be alive. We finally are getting measurable data that we can our left the left brain consciousness can see where a lot of us right brainers we don't you know like we're more in the esoteric and we know things are going well but it's nice to have both right you can't deny that right we're balanced in that so again when i saw the stuff you were doing on electroculture no one is really talking about this in, in Dan's sphere. You know, we do these monthly meetings, chapter meetings with people in the nation and it, no one's really talking about electroculture. And, um, I, that's where kind of like all of this energy from me going to you being like, yeah, I just want to talk to you. But then I was like, Hey, you know what? Like, let's just, let's just do this interview and do the podcast. Let's get this information out enough for the people like and i know you've done a thousand podcasts and you have tons of information online so people need to understand that like you've translated a lot of your meetings into english and some of them you actually do like german a little italian a little english so people can get access to what you've done you know already and you know so absolutely yeah, so, absolutely uh, there are yes there so, are really so uh, excuse me uh, there are free free ebooks, uh, free podcast, free uh, video, and of course uh, now this is my business. I'm educating. I'm doing consultancy remotely, but I'm moving around. I'm building a team for uh, more education in multiple language, and uh, we are still uh, creating new technology, new experiments, and uh, what. It's really interesting is the idea to have something that can give you the measure of the energy, what you are eating. Let's say, imagine you go, like you say, you go in a, in a food shop, you go in a supermarket, tack, you put uh, the device and you see how uh, this carrot, it's only 20% of energy in a scale between zero to 100. Ah, okay, so let me see if I can buy something that is 60%, 70%. Okay, so we are really opening this door now. Uh, I'm using multiple device to test um, this part of the energy nutrient factor. And we do absolutely um, also chemical uh, analysis in the laboratory because many of my customer, they work for the... Um, organic um, society, organic customer, they need to show what is inside. Especially if you are biodynamics or if you are organic, you need to show that there is no uh, chemistry inside. You have uh, more uh, antioxidant, you have more minerals, you have more, and in, in some cases you see with the pictures, you have more light because the, 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 the food with energy is plenty of light, plenty of uh, electricity, okay? Magnetism that is uh, natural for our cellular regeneration and uh, for our life. Yes, uh, 
And, you know, for years, I feel like a lot of us were just, were a lot of speculation, right? We, we knew we wanted to grow nutrient knit food. That was our mission is nutrient density to improve, uh, like you say, the minerals, the vitamins, the vitamins, all these good things, the light, the, what I like to call the biophotonics, that light. And, you know, it was kind of speculation, but we knew we were on the right path. But now we have like the BRICS meters and we have all these different devices. And then now with what Dan's doing with the spectrometer meter he has and then creating a database. Uh, yeah. So oh, so it's great. not speculation anymore. Right? No, we, we can actually then, show it on paper. You can show. And then when you, you test, you understand that you need less food because it's more energetic. And then you really feel yes. taste. You feel taste, you feel flavors. You don't usually taste or it was my childhood when I was in the orchard with my grandpa. Okay, I remember this fruit from the plum tree. I remember now I can remember again. So I have a memory of the real taste. Wow. And uh, so that it's it's a funny story, but the direction it's it's uh, drawn. We go on. Uh, we we have uh, we have won uh, multiple prizes for the better olive oil with extra antioxidant polyphenol inside, better wine. Uh, we have chef working with us because they understand the value of the the, the raw material that is desire, they can really make super receipts. They are Michelin star chef using this kind of food. Wow. So it's incredible. And uh, we are we are a small niche, but growing very, very fast. Yes. Yeah. And I, I love that though, right? Don't you love being in that kind of up and coming niche that is like, I don't know. I just see it in your pictures and your videos. You know, you're just like, this is it. Like, this is where I'm supposed to be. You have a very North Star energy like myself. You know where you're going. You know what you're supposed to do. There's no question, no doubt about it. They can throw us in jail. We'll be with the tin can on the thing, still screaming this message of a nutrient density and ways to get there. And in your case, specifically, all the electroculture experiments and things you've done and read and experienced and all the people you've worked with you know they they say that our the best barometer to tell if something is nutrient dense is our palate like you said you mentioned it you said the taste you started to remember the taste and that's so funny because i have a very similar story my grandmother uh same story i remember growing up being a baby eating those vegetables out of her garden and remembering just how good the tomato was, you know, with a little salt, raw, just right there out of the garden. And it was like a meal almost, right? You would eat it, um, going to some biodynamic farms in Blue Zones in Vilcabamba. Uh, I work with a lot of different superfoods and herbs, and I've traveled a lot, and I've really checked these places out. But eating in these places, like taking my children there and us eating like a salad with maybe a small protein and everyone kind of finishes and looks at each other and they're like, I feel freaking amazing right now. I don't feel too full. I feel nourished. And I really feel like adding to what you said, it's, it's, it's a memory we're remembering. And maybe it's 
past life remembrance too, right? Maybe it's not necessarily just this lifetime that we're remembering some of this stuff, you know, because obviously the nutrient density has declined. <laughs> you know, it, it used to maybe not be so bad. Um, but but anyways, yeah, so it's uh, yeah, awesome time to be alive. And I, I want to talk more off camera with you about potential collaborations, anything that I can do here. You know, um, on that note, I've been working with people in my community to build like this was the casting molds for the uh, the power towers, the mini power towers. And yeah. it was so interesting because I found this guy online and he just makes like he's a 3D printer and he happened to be right down the road for me, which was kind of a synchronicity because this was kind of needed to be a more hands on project. I needed to see the progression and synchronicity for again, we just met last night and I picked up one of these cones. We're not fully done. He's making different sizes and sets for me. And um, and yeah, so it's like I was so excited to be able to grab one. Of I was like, can I take one of these with me? I I'm doing a podcast tomorrow and I just want to be able to show like, you know, we're making these uh, these molds and trying to figure out ways that we can either provide these for people for me, I want to provide the mold for people. Yeah, I don't want to have to make it, but I also understand that some people just would rather have you make it, you know, because just like I, I purchased a lot of your, I think I got your starter kit off your website, you know, and got all that stuff in. Um, I did a, I did the same thing with Yannick, you know, just a little bit from him as well, the stuff that you didn't have, but really loved your approach and really loved your kit. Yes. I got that guy, exactly that antenna, and um, and man, it and I, and now I've got you got me. You have got me making my own antenna with the pyramid. I got your pyramid. I think you gave me a Nubian uh, style or a Russian style is what I got from you. Yeah. Um, and um, but but yeah i uh you got me my wheels just spinning and i started thinking about Krustov's initial patent in the book you know that you wrote and then i bought the other book that's out there that he wrote with the patent and then i found the guy in the united states who actually has a unit and kind of had him send me pictures um and so i've been trying to trying to recreate i know that you guys have already kind of figured it out and that's why i purchased the antenna from you and I'm ready to get it in the ground. You know, I, I do have some questions, you know, some small minute questions. I, I don't know if this is the place to do that or if I, maybe I can just pay you later for consulting and we can work on that. Cause I would, I would love to, you know, be able to talk to you more, but it's pretty, Absolutely. it's pretty simple. Yeah. I, 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 I think a lot of times, go ahead. I know. Sorry, I, I I really want to support you because uh, it's important to create the real uh, good pilot uh, project uh, where you can show, you can make your experience, and then you you will will um, avoid uh, any any error that I have made because uh, um, I'm teaching a lot, I'm installing a lot, just to to let you understand. We have here. In four years, we have more than 200 farmers. Farmers are quite big from 
the small are three, five um, hectares till more than 100 hectares. Uh, altogether, wow. we have uh, 3,000 hectares in the country with this solution that is working differently based on the, the cultivar you have. Okay, if you have uh, uh, horticulture, we use um, six, seven, ten approach. If you have uh, herbs or aromatic plants, we use another approach. If you have animals, because we are using uh, a lot, the, the water dynamized, the food dynamized, and we combine the geobiology part as well to harmonize the, the area like uh, the ancient were doing with, with uh, old stones like Menhir or Pyramid or this place that are so incredible. Uh, so we combine multiple technology, technique, and uh, we really move in a new space like uh, truffles, mushroom, uh, bamboo plantation, and uh, fruits, wine, a lot of wine, wine uh, and uh, animals. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it's, it's a plenty yeah. of opportunities. And uh, we, we olive oil that is incredible. Uh, it's a super food. Now we can really move oh, to yeah. the next level. Uh, and so it's, it's funny because you, you never do, um, a project like the other. I do also, I'm teaching permaculture. I do, I teach, uh, also how to incorporate the, the energetic part in the design or. So it's really funny and uh, I want to support you because uh, I, I believe uh, we, we can show the direction and um, we can really share what happened, what, what not going well, what is to be improved. And, and consider that till now with this experience, the, I can say that um, the majority of the case, we have a very good result. But there are also some failures that are very important because we understand uh, through mistakes, etc. And the, the interesting part where um, the results are, are bad, it's uh, mainly because uh, uh, human, uh, human factor. It's not <laughs> because the technology, it's incredible, but we, we have an interaction that is so powerful that we can we can grow the plants even without any solution, but with our energy. When we enter in the garden, when we enter in the orchard, and we enter in our place, we interact continuously. If we are positive, the plants feel it and they show the potential they have. If we are so negative, if we don't believe we are up going up and down our garden will be exactly a mirror what how, how we are so it's incredible to work uh, with the nature and to see yourself in the in the plants yeah in the matrix of it and it's that's such a beautiful thing and to add to that it goes to show that there's so much we don't know and I feel as infinite beings of the divine light that we're never going to know and we're not supposed to. 
but we can move forward in our progression of understanding of these energies that, you know, we are nature, we come from nature, we are part of Pachamama, you know, to get outside, to get your feet bare on the ground, on Mother Earth. And and I just love that aspect of farming to understand that you are interwoven into that matrix and to understand that you can communicate and that the plants can communicate back to you. And this sounds crazy to a lot of people, but Dan talked about this a lot. And when I go to South America, I've worked with a lot of sh- sh- shamans down there to build a lot of my products because they don't write things down in South American shamanic system. Like you just have to go, you have to go and you have to just spend the time. And you know, th- the whole premise behind all their work is learning to feel these, these energies of these plants and, you know, and understand, you know, and doing diet, doing diety where you just consume one plant, like whether it be tobacco or chacruna or uh, all these different herbal medicines that you can diety on and, and whatnot. And then the powerful ones too, like the ayahuasca and, and things like this. Um, it, it, it changes you when you start to go into just the idea, the idea of the pure potential or possibility that maybe you could have an interaction with a plant or with a, a field of plants or, or just with mother nature. And understanding chi and and prana and and understanding how energy can potentially move around us. And I I feel that like our circuit boards, or for me specifically, my circuit boards are a little rusty, right? Like they they it's like I feel intuitively good about moving in that direction. I feel like this is a place we want to be, but I also feel like I'm a little short circuited. Like I just need more time in nature. And I, I, I really believe it's the technology that's really pushing that away from us when we don't use it correctly. Like maybe too much time on the cell phones or too much time watching TV, too much time inside. It really almost like if there was a meter of our ability to have this communication with the with nature and, and to be able to understand just much like Steiner talked about in biodynamic farming. He's like, before he made the calendar for biodynamic farming, he says, Hey, I shouldn't have to make this calendar. Like you guys, we should all know what part of the plants are being influenced based on not just the moon, but where Pluto and Neptune and Saturn and Mars and all the planets are and understanding that as, as a farmer, as someone who's crafting medicines or food, that the, the responsibility that that has, it, it goes to show that we, we need to be deeply connected or deep, deep, more deeper connected you know, than we have been, right? And we'll say since the 50s, we'll say 1950s, right? Or, or the 30s, right? So, so yeah, it's like he was so big on saying that, hey, we should already know this. It should be an intuitive thing that we just, it's commonplace. Like, just like we learn how to read in school or, or do basic arithmetic, we should learn about this ability for us to have this connection. Um, because, I also feel like it allows us to have a deeper connection 
with each other, with humans, human and human interaction. And man, I feel like that is the mantra of the Aquarian age is that we have to create community through communication, coalesced communication. And you see this key word inside these words, community and communication, and that's unity, the unit. And, you know, we are one living as many. And so I love that you've opened your heart and your, your, your mind to willing to work with, with us and support us and what we're doing. Um, and, and likewise, like whatever we need to do, like, let's do it. You know what I mean? Like I'm ready. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I do. Yeah. So I agree. I, I do get excited. So especially <laughs> at the end, uh, we need to um, listen more our sen sensibility, listen more our taste. Uh, it could be the taste, the smell. We need to return back to our um, sens sensitivity, let's say, because uh, the technology and the, the lifestyle is uh, broken all this part. And um, it's 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 moving away from the reality, moving away from the nature, and uh, that's a bad direction. So uh, I always regenerate myself uh, in the weekend, staying in the nature. That's the reason why I I, I purchased the house in the mountain because from the city I was spending all the weekend here, a lot of holidays. I, I really needed to recharge um, after many office meetings, etc. You know, I was working in one of the biggest uh, <laughs> um, software company in the world. So uh, I know very well where, where is the direction for the technology, the automation and, and all this world. But I decided to quit. I decided to spend my time to, to do my research, my personal evolution. And again, the direction was in the nature. Every explanation is in the nature. Every uh, problem I had, I was looking for the solution in the nature. And meeting a lot of people like me, we really shared uh, experience, know-how, talents. Uh, we are now developing what we we believe we believe uh, in uh, the, the world where we we can respect the nature we can learn more we should be more um uh, respectful let's say open the heart to understand uh, each other to understand the talents and uh, and create a solution that can really help because uh, if we can eat less produce uh, uh, quantity that are really superfood or nutraceutical, like we say here, uh, we, we really can make a, a big change. Uh, and in a small, uh, also small scale, we don't need a large farm with monoculture. We can do in small scale, super production, very uh, effective and so nutrient that uh, uh, it's it's uh, enough for everybody, right. and that's you know, another point is to really to share to share the abundance, to share the knowledge, to share and distribute uh, equally the things.
this was a, one of the other reasons I quit uh, because I never saw the, the distribution of the, the earning. Okay. In this case, okay. It was a, a multinational company, but, um, what I'm doing now, I'm, I'm always every year investing, supporting new projects of other people, creating more knowledge, more uh, documents, more information and, um, creating the team uh, that can, let's say, make a, a, a interview, they can share in multiple language, they can uh, re install. So it's, it's a project that um, taking a new direction to expand the, the, the information and to make new pilot tests in new countries. And everybody is free to decide uh, what he likes. Huh? Okay. So we need even to respect a different uh, approach, a different vision. There is no only one way. Uh, it's, uh, it's in our end. <laughs> many, there's many rivers, but they all reach the sea, right? Exactly. And, and the water, when, <laughs> it's always the same. Right. Right. So, and so we have this, this, uh, opportunity now it would be a pleasure to support you, Charles. We're going deep, uh, how you, what you can do when typically I, I ask for a description of the place, how the place is oriented, uh, what, what you cultivate, what you have, what is your climate zone, etc. kind of plants. And then uh, we, we, we analyze the soil, we analyze the water, or we do remote uh, dowsing analysis as well. And then you can go and check uh, if my analysis is, uh, is, uh, is okay, or I can come uh, <laughs> in person and show you how, how to make some stuff. Uh, we can work uh, thanks to the technology remotely. It's, uh, it's very easy now. <laughs> But it would be, wow. I, I really love to stay face to face uh, when it's possible. Yes. Uh, I prefer to stay face to face. Uh, yeah, yes, yes. You know, I am. Um... Especially in, in uh, Costa Rica, for instance. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. And, and it's happening. And. I look, I was there for two weeks, but I ended up staying like 16 days because it was so divine there towards the end that we were near this beach, Tamarando, which they call Tamagringo because there's so many gringos there. And, uh, and it's like literally an, it's really pretty much on the blue zone, but it's at the beach, but it's like an hour from this inactive volcano. And there's a guy from National Geographic. He wrote a book called The Blue Zone Diet, and I forget his actual name. But he's kind of went into that area. He's bought some land, and he's developed a coffee production, honey production. His honey production got uh, voted the best honey in the world. Um, and so, you know, there's some things that they're doing. They're not really doing much out there, really. They're just working with small farmers in that area. But anyways, my point to all this was the land was pretty cheap. Like I was looking at uh, three or four acres backed up to the river, up the volc up the volcano, the temperature, you know, it's blue zone temperature, right? So it's 70, 85. It rains for like a few hours and it stops. 
Costa Rica is kind of split into two zones. You have like the more of the rainforest zone, which has the wet season. And then the northern part is actually a little bit more drier. People call it the dry zone, but it's not really dry. I mean, you, you still have all these other volcanoes uh, far north, like La Fortuna, uh, Papa, Papagayo, which is a peninsula that's way up top. And lots of great farms there I've studied and researched and, and, and seen and talked to these people, and especially in La Fortuna. And so I find that the, the blue zone and, and where we were near the beach was kind of like right there on top of the wetland area. The the volcanoes are inactive. But like I said, uh, three, three, four acres, river access, maybe a small laguna or a small like uh, water feature actually on the property, not just the river access with a house, you know, concrete house. I'd much rather have a more like earth ship style home. I, I really enjoy the earth ship style of homes and the hobbit homes and living in nature, literally living in the earth. I just love that idea. $150,000 US cash. And in my mind, I'm like, wow, that is like gold sitting there. And, and it's cheap. And, you know, in retrospect, you know, to here in America, because you know, it's, it's not that I want to go to the perfect place to grow the perfect food. And like, I want to export whatever, you know, I want to help people. I, I truly feel that like, that's why I started Crucial 4. I felt like I always wanted to do farming. I grew up, my, my grandpa was a farmer. He got rewards for sustainable farming back in like the twenties and thirties, you know, like from the, the government and, and things. He was more of a rancher though. Um, but it was it was a challenge to figure out, okay, how do I monetize this? Because as I started trying to farm back then and even doing it now, it's it's very, very hard work, especially with the soils that you start with. The property I got, they this area is known as onion zone because it's like one grows some of the biggest, healthiest onions, but I'm on black clay and it's very calcareous. There's lots of calcium in it because we're on limestone and the water has lots of calcium in it. So the one element that, you know, we as humans and as plants need the most of calcium, it, you would think it's a great place, but it's, it still needs to be regenerated, regenerated the, the structure. And that's what interested me so much about the electroculture and the idea of electricity. And then understanding that these metabolic breakdowns of organic matter through carbon sequestering is really just creating electrical currents in the soil and it, it's always all going back to electricity because you know it's like i've always known that we are more humans we are more electrical than chemical you know we're like this bioelectrical water crystal walking around right and we have all this bacteria and microbiomes all in us and around us so and then we you know we have all this emf and all the 5g and, and and, and this this stuff happening. So what are we doing to mitigate all of that influence and 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 wondering why? Because where you're from, there is a lot more small farmers. You know, you have the company uh, BCS, which is an Italian company. I have a BCS. I've got the Italian Ferrari Italian sticker on there. So it's excellent. When people see it, they're like, oh, this is from Italy. I'm like, yeah, bro. This is like the Ferrari, you know, and it's it's not big machinery, right? It's a walk behind tractor, 
Um, and then uh, John, what's his name? There's a guy uh, up in Canada, BC, Canada. He's really pushed the BCS movement because like where you're from, there are more smaller farms around and everyone is more community driven, like in a lot of the areas. There was a Curtis Stone, Curtis Stone Market Garden. Yeah. And also Jean-Martin yeah. Fortier. They were pushing. Yeah, yeah, that, that's what I'm talking about. Uh, yeah, case, and, you know. Excuse me. No, go ahead. Sorry. No, go ahead. I was no, just it saying, was, uh, you know, it's. Go ahead, go, 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 go. <laughs> Sorry, you know, it was <laughs> I was taking your your discussion on the on the soil generation because, um, I mean, with the electroculture, we we can really regenerate the soil faster. We can benefit of this, um, um, for instance, all the volcanic rock with paramagnetic properties, especially basalt rock but also granite, dolomite, and the quartz, we can combine and we can regenerate, uh, especially with basalt rock, very fastly, the soil life, the soil mineral, uh, and, um, uh, and plants are so influenced by the, the pH and the conductivity, and the ORP, let's say, that they can start working faster, we can create a better um, mycorrhiza and microorganism so fast that you don't have to wait uh, years to have a good soil. Eh? You can start and since the beginning you can, you can uh, have a very good uh, food, very strong food with mineral inside and all the nutrient factor that we like. So there are so many approach, but you can easily combine it and you can you can add the antenna you can add the the seed charge in the pyramid you can work on the water to use less water and you can work with many combinations like in permaculture biodynamics market garden uh -huh. i have a, a course for market garden and electroculture very soon so we we can really combine the, the 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 things with the clear objective to help the to help the the, the nature to return to their um, let's say potential because we mm -hmm. as a humankind we really changed everything we changed the environment we changed the soil we changed the the sky. <laughs> we change, uh, like you say, with the microwaves, the, the EMF stuff. We have changed dramatically in the last 30, 40, 50 years, all the condition. So we, we are mm -hmm. forced to help the nature to go back. We are forced to plant a lot of tree. In my, in my job, I really uh incentivate uh, the, the the customer to plant tree to have tree protection because they work like a natural antenna so we we cut the tree we need to plant it again <laughs> that's the story right and right the more you work with the nature the more the direction is clear eh? it is it is and I can't wait to show you what I've done in the backyard and just to, you know, just to add to what you're saying in such a short period of time, 
the the property I was on, they literally stripped it bare. And when we got here, there was cracks in the ground like this wide, like three, four feet wide. I forget what that is in meters, uh, but very long. And I immediately started going to arborists in the area that were cutting down trees and they would mulch these trees. And I didn't really care what trees they were cutting down. And maybe I should have been a little bit more particular. But the bottom line is here in, a, in America or in this area that I'm in, in Texas, these pe- it's such a scam. These people that are arborists that cut these trees down, they have to, once they mulch it, they have to then take it to a landfill and pay money to dump it. And usually these companies that take it, they then either some companies just bury it, which is a crying shame, or maybe not. I don't know, but it it kind of is to me. But um, other companies, they turn it into compost and then sell it. And in my mind, I'm like, man, what a perfect business model. These companies, they, they get paid for the raw material for them to make the compost that they didn't resell. And they don't do a good job. Like they literally just let the wood chips sit. They're not adding biology. They're not mixing things. So the raw, the end material, even after a year of sitting, is not that best. Short, let me shorten up the story here. I started connecting with these people in my area and I told them like, hey, at my address, that this address here, they don't charge to dump. You can dump all you want. And when I first got here, I think I maybe had like 60 or 70 truckloads over a year, over a year period, just getting dumped. And I didn't even try to build beds. I didn't try to do anything other than to get those wood chips, like at least six to eight inches over everything. And, and, and then with, and then I started working with the Jadam and getting more of the natural biology with using sea salt and potatoes and making these huge trash can, like 50 gallons of beneficial microbes, probiotic microbes for the soil. And wow, like within, like you said, it's so short. It doesn't take long within maybe six months to a year, you'd walk outside and the earth was now becoming more of like a sponge. There's mushrooms everywhere in the morning. And it's like, wow. And then all of a sudden I parted putting the bio swells with the permaculture and holding the water, raising the water table, did the fruit trees. We did like 30 or 40 fruit trees. And then everything changed on the property because now the insects came back, the beneficials and the bad, they all came. But then that brought the amphibians, like the frogs started coming and then the birds started coming. And now you go in the backyard and like, I have tobacco I grow and there's like frogs on the tobacco leaf that are like lying green. And I didn't even know these existed in Texas because all these properties around me are stripped bare. They've taken nature out of the equation. And, and praying mantises now all on our screen porches and, and ladybugs, you know, like all these beneficials. And like you said, it just it doesn't take long when you start to go back and understand kind of what mother's wanting. You know, she, Mother Earth wants to be covered up. She doesn't want to be stripped bare. And, um, you know, I I really was reluctant to get the BCS because I do no till. And I thought to myself, oh, I don't need this machinery. And I was big on Victor Schauberger's work with the the copper tools and the soil. So, you know, the BCS, they don't, these guys, they don't understand this. So I'm trying to use the copper 
dials on all the machinery to help maybe balance some of that that frequency and we have copper hand tools we use every now and then um but i really would like to see someone produce better things like this uh so i feel sometimes with my diy experiments the human factor right sometimes i don't do it right and maybe i'm not mitigating things and with my circuit board being kind of rusty i kind of can get into this place of um uncertainty and again so grateful for you because yeah. you are someone that i can look at and ask questions and you you know you've done this you know for so long yeah. and i'm just so honored to be here now with you and 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 feel the vibes the vibration the energy and but anyways, I digress because I don't want to toot your boat too no, much. No, no, don't <laughs> worry. Uh, I, I enjoy yeah. a lot of the conversation. And I was, I, I, I want to tell you that it's good to act, to decide to do something, to take action. Maybe we do mistake, but at least we move, we make experiment, we learn by doing, and we need to act. So don't wait. Let's try, let's try a spiral, let's try the geotherapy, let's try to understand, let's try to plant a new tree, understand yes. the geobiology, because if you plant uh, a delicate plant like a peach or an olive oil plant in a Hartman node, you kill the plant. So you need to understand, eh? okay, if the plant is not uh, survived, you need to plant in another place. And test again, okay? Because you, we need to experiment. We need to learn, and okay, we can accelerate uh, by courses, technology meeting, people sharing, uh, or doing our experience. But it's very good always to be proactive, to to take action, to take even a small piece of land and start practicing. Okay, that's. Uh, the, the, I really encourage people to practice, to make their own experience and to have this connection back to the nature that will uh, give you the, the super experience to come back and to understand that we, this is the direction. <laughs> yeah. And on that note, what is one we've talked a lot here and we're, we're both mentally connecting dots and, and talking about things that you and I are familiar with, but someone who's listening right now, let's maybe let you get explained. What's one thing they can do. I know the Lakoski coil in the pyramid is probably going to be what it is, but could you just elaborate, you know, cause people maybe are listening. Okay. Well, what can I do today be, right now um, to maybe yeah. start this process? What would you suggest? All right. So the, the, when I started, I started with the Lakoski coil. My experience was to save a tree, a maple tree with the Lakoski coil. So very simple, a circle of copper. If you want to increase the energy, you make a, a, a coil with a spiral of another uh, a metal like aluminum or iron, because we create a, a different potential. The copper is minus and the, the iron and the aluminum is plus, and this we create a kind of battery. So you can start with small plants or with even rooting experiment in water with the Lakoski coil or with a spiral inside, and you can try different metals. 
copper, iron, aluminium, for instance, uh, mm -hmm. alone or in combination. So mm -hmm. you can make in the house, you can make outside in the greenhouse, whenever you want. But I really suggest to start small uh, experiments. You can share in our groups, you can share in the community, you can uh, start learning by doing, and then uh, this is the way, or, or you can start make experiment with, uh, with the volcanic rock. Very easy, mm -hmm. you can buy basalt, especially basalt. Mm -hmm. uh, you can buy the basalt online, or if you have a volcano near to you, you can try a different pot with the stone inside or with ferrite magnet. So um, you can try the effect of the magnetism. Uh, not only we, we speak about ele electroculture, but in reality, it's a, a, um, a vibrational agriculture. It's an energetic agriculture. Electric, uh, it's only one word. We have magnetism, we have uh, music, light, colors and uh, our energy, you can start uh, speaking with the plants or ignoring the plants or uh, like the Masaru Emoto experiment with the rice. Uh, we can really do a range of things, but I suggest to start simple like magnet, rock from basaltic rock, basalt rock or copper, mm, copper coil, copper spiral, spiral and Lakoski coil. Or, uh, or if you don't want, you, you take a kit and um, make it easy, like you want, you have multiple options. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, I, I love the pyramid deal, the idea of the using the pyramids as well. It's like, I'm really deep into the pyramids and, you know, all, they're all over the world and some of the research showing that these places that had these massive pyramids, they were actually were just these massive, you know, they were multidimensional. They did all types of stuff, but we know that they were used to create an energetic presence. They were capturing energy and these places that had these massive pyramids. When you look at this, the ancient stories, the people that came to bring the knowledge of how to build the pyramids, whether those were giants or Quetzalcoatl and in, in the, the Mexican kind of history, that agriculture was what they brought. They, they were teaching us how to grow food and that the way that they placed these pyramids was creating this energetic field and they were using water inside these pyramids and around and, and, uh, and that, that for me was what I first got started with was the pyramids and uh the Lakowski coil i didn't start with until i saw you but man the Lakowski coil is even easier like i had galvanized wire just laying around everyone has stuff laying around to make a Lakowski coil like everyone has old wires you know like how especially in the electronic age we are today where we buy all this crap from china we think is going to better our lives and it ends up breaking in a few months because it's just crap well guess what you're left with you're left with copper wire right there you know you can strip that and um maybe i'll show some people here on how to do that but basically you know this is when you make a lakoski coal the idea is that they're not connected and andrea was mentioning that the different metals have different charge. 
like copper has a negative charge, aluminum has a positive charge, and he mentioned battery. So, you know, start to kind of understand these ideas and understanding what's going on. But from what George Lakowski's taught us is that when you don't connect, when you even, you could even cross it from my understanding, but as long as you don't connect it, you're creating a circuit board, correct? Yeah. Basically. You're right. You are, you are a super student. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I try to understand these things, you know, because it's, it's important because it's, when people see this, they see that you can go and get a coil or some galvanized wire. They immediately disbelieve that it could be that simple. And that's where when you start to explain a little bit of the science, it starts to kind of maybe sink in for people like to grasp. I, I feel like with us being so left-brained in America, we're very left-brained, very analytical, that it's almost a necessary evil to go down that rabbit hole of like trying to explain it, but it's also beneficial too, you know? Um, so, so yeah. So I, anyways, I digress. I, I think that's a great uh, place for people to start, like you said. And um, you, you can, I remember when I first read your stuff, I immediately that next day was outside with my farm worker. We were making maybe 40, 50 of these Lakowski coils and putting them around the trees. Cause I read your story about saving the trees. So I was inspired because my fruit trees, man, it's been tough. You know, like I, this is my first year to actually get some pears. So I was super excited about that. It's the second year. And you know, they came from, they didn't come from rootstock, really. They came from just cuttings that were rooted. So it wasn't very mm -hmm. robust stock that I was starting with. Um, so I wanted to really, you know, boost the health. And I grew cover crops in between the orchard, maybe six or seven times, you know, always mulching that area. But I... I did mess up one season because I let the chickens have access to this area thinking, oh, the chicken will fertilize, they'll eat the bad bugs, but they actually just destroyed that root zone around those baby plants. So I had to kind of like say, okay, chickens, you're amazing and I love you and you give us eggs, but you're going to have to kind of go somewhere else for a little bit and like let nature like kind of not be scratched at, you know, those roots are so fragile in the fruit trees. Right. So, so anyways, I digress there, but, um, but yeah, so no, anyone out it's there, interesting. it's, it's interesting to see everybody has a story. Everybody need to, to act, uh, in one direction and there are always a lesson to learn. So let's, let's choose what you, you feel it's okay for you. If you like a pyramid, Stay focused on the pyramid. The pyramid, it's a great uh, instrument. Uh, you can charge uh, seeds, charge water, uh, root. Uh, you can make propagation very fast in water. You want to propagate some plants uh, inside the pyramid. It will be super fast, stronger. Uh, so mm -hmm. you, you can have fun. It's a, it's a funny story, <laughs> every experiment. And remember to re replicate many times, to do many times since uh, you are confident or you can ask for suggestion or you can discover new things. It's really, uh, there, there's a lot of room to discover new things uh, because uh, 
it's incredible <laughs> for that right uh, you you, you really I, I i was uh fascinating because i was uh, returning a little bit a child uh, in my story yes and there's something to be said about that though andrea when we start to access our childlike aspirations because i feel like this is one of the things that has been taken from us and it's almost like the calcification of the pineal gland we start to lose that magic that and you know and when i say magic i don't want people to freak out here or anything but this this connectedness this sixth sense if you will we start to kind of lose it now i noticed yeah. that your pyramids you you do it a little different i noticed that a lot of people um a lot of people will sell you copper connectors and you go buy your copper pipes or you go buy uh, even PVC pipes. I've seen, you know, you sent me so much information. So grateful for you. You were even making pyramids out of just wood, wood sticks, I've noticed, and maybe rock, wrapping copper around those wood sticks. But I now notice that you've moved more towards this copper-like sheet metal where you've created the corners. Do you feel that this is something you've done based on experimentation and you feel like this structure is better or is it just something that was just, it's easier for you to produce these. And obviously the shape of the pyramid, uh, that geometry when mimicked in nature is creating this field of telluric, uh, uh, like a capacitor, like a, like a energetic antenna. Right. Um, anyways, I was just so curious about that because I see like, you're the only one oh that I see that really has that style out that I have seen. And um, it was just interesting. I wanted to ask you that. No, we, <laughs> no at the beginning I was, um, I was thinking a way uh, to make it easy. And uh, I asked uh, some help to my father that is a technician. And it, so he started in the garage uh, to, to make the <laughs> do it yourself uh, pyramid in copper. Right. And it teach me the way, eh? it teach me the way. And so my intention was especially to explain to the people how to make it, not to sell products. It's okay, it's okay, I can facilitate, but everybody can see how I do it. But I prefer to teach the way you can do it. And uh, only making the corner and the top it's very easy to delivery and everybody can make uh, their own measure um, because you can mm -hmm. make one meter, two meters, five meter pyramid. If you want to, uh, if you have a big garden, you want to charge uh, even uh, some uh, other stuff uh, yourself, uh, the tree before mm -hmm. the plantation, the plant before the plantation in the orchard. So, the, the idea to have the connector is to simplify the delivery all over the world. Um, but this is one way. Eh? It's, um, or, like I say, once you understand the, the geometry, the rules, the mathematical, you can make your own. You can make your own in wood. You can, you can try different metal. And you will see that every metal has a different effect. And uh, some metal are not working, for instance. <laughs> um, right. And then, uh, so it's it's always a journey. Uh, we need to have multiple choice. Huh? So the idea right. always to give experience 
but to leave people to be free to understand, to make the, the, the experiment and to understand the effect and to have the possibility to replicate the solution uh, in every place. Yes. Yeah. And uh, we'll wrap it up here because I know we're both busy and stuff. We're on the hour mark here. And again, I want to thank you. But, you know, when you talk about pyramids, I think it's something that really changed my life. I built a, a Giza pyramid and I believe it was about 15 feet on the base. And then, then it peaked up. Anyways, I was able to meditate underneath it. And I did a 30-day, every morning I woke up around like 5.45, 5.30 in the morning. I would go and meditate underneath this pyramid for, you know, anywhere from 30 minutes to an hour. And I just had some of the most powerful meditations that I feel like have permanently changed me, even though I don't do it anymore like I like I did. And you know, some of them might say, well, why not if you had all this blah, blah, blah. It, it is what it is. You know, I, I don't want to go there, but I feel like with the pyramids, they, they are great. You know, it's like, well, what's the pyramid for? How can you use it? We're telling people to, to charge things. And that was kind of indicative of what I felt under there meditating was like this charge. I got this charge or this energetic field of harmony. It wasn't a charge. Like I got a shot of espresso. It was a charge of coherence. It was a charge of alpha, an alpha wave charge, right? Um, similar to what we're seeing with the power towers and what they're doing and how they're kind of pushing out this alpha field that we're connecting to. So I want people to know, like when Andrea mentions charging, using the pyramid and putting things in it to help charge them, specifically seeds. And I feel like this is probably one of the most important electroculture ideas because in America, the seed stock is crap. Like it is just crap. The, the seeds that we buy, that we get from these companies, they're unless you're a major, huge commercial farmer, you get less grade. And so you might get a package with says 200 seeds, um, but those seeds might be tiny. Whereas in they, they sift out the fatter, bigger seeds and you don't need 200 of those. You maybe only need 50 or 100 of those. So we have to understand that our back is almost against the wall. And we need electroculture to help us create healthier seed stock for the next, not only season, but further on into the future for the next generations. And understanding that if we do our growing and we are out there growing, that not just to grow for production, but that we need to be growing for seed production as well, not for just eating. We need to dedicate maybe some areas in our gardens to let things seed out and and to keep those seeds because not only will they be bigger that next year, but they'll start to uh, acclimate to the environment in which we're trying to grow them. Uh, because like I know for That's me, sick. If I buy seeds uh, from Eden, which is a company, a lot of their seeds come from Oregon. Well, the Oregon has a completely different climate than I have. And um, it's really yeah. tough when you bust your butt on a 70-foot row of cabbage and only 10% of it grows because the seed stock couldn't handle the, the pressure, you know. Um, but if you use the pyramids uh, to help charge those seeds – 
And I've even done things where I leave the pyramids on the beds, you know, as they're starting to germinate in the soil um, and seen some really profound things. And well, I'll digress here and then we'll end this, but people know if you, you, yeah, if you use the pyramid, you correct me if I'm wrong, it needs to be facing due north, correct? It's not like you want the pyramid just randomly placed over these seeds. No, you need to put one uh, one uh, core. I mean, one face to to one uh, north. Automatically, the other will be south, west, right. and uh, and uh, so every line in one direction with the compass. This is the right um, position. Then, like you say, oh. you can charge your seed to increase the germination rate to increase the resistance of the seeds and the plants to frost and to very hot uh, climate. So they will be more resistant even to to different temperature, eh? okay, up and down. And every time, if you select the seeds, like we do, the like say seed savers, you have a better improvement year after year, because like you say, the seeds can memorize the, the, the season experience inside the DNA and they will remember, okay, I, I need to wait the last frost. Well, let me wait till April. I can sprout now. And the second year will be better. Third year, it's really able to memorize the life uh, of the environment and to express the maximum potential for this area. And, um, and we see seeds are improving year after year. They are improving in terms of uh, energy, term of germination, and then you can select what is good for you, what is good for your climate, you can exchange. And uh, it's, it's a fantastic way to work uh, with the seeds. Eh? Uh, Absolutely. With pyramid, you can do also other things, like you say, meditation, uh, charge water, charge even mm. if you want to do a natural treatment. Yes. yes. Yeah. If you need to do some uh, pest control treatment with garlic or a microorganism, you can charge in the pyramid to give more power, eff- effect, effectiveness, etc. So it's it's a long story. Really, thank you, Charles. Uh, I hope we can continue maybe another day uh, because uh, it's fantastic and uh, we need to share this knowledge uh, all over the world. (laughs) Yes, and please give everyone your website and we're going to leave those details in the description. But for people listening now that may be on the road, would you mind giving them maybe uh, some information that you would want to leave for the audience to potentially uh, connect with you? Yeah, thank you. They, you can share my links, uh, the website, electro-culture.com, electrocultura, electromenocultura.com, or look for Andrea Donnelly Electroculture. You can find uh, the um, Spotify <laughs> podcast. You can find a lot of story in my website, in YouTube, Facebook, and uh, through through you, uh, <laughs> they can find me and go deeper and start uh, tomorrow the experiment. <laughs> Absolutely. And I really want to come see you. 
I know I just invited myself to your area, but I really want to come. You are, you are you. welcome. You are welcome. And and, now it's um, winter. Yeah. <laughs> we have snow, but you are welcome. Uh, better absolutely. from May to September. <laughs> okay. I'll keep that in mind because it gets really hot here. But uh, maybe even one day I can, you know, working with the Bionatural, uh, Bionutrient Food Association with the meter, I've connected with a lot of farmers in my area. Maybe we can even do something where we can all pitch in and, and get you here and get you to come and connect with people, connect with people of like minds. Um, I know that would be a big journey for you, but I, I would want to really make that worth your while and, and make that something that sustains you. Because what people don't realize is like you do a lot, you give out so much free information. And when I saw this, I was like, I just need to buy something from his site, not because of, you know, these things, but just to support you. And it was a way to do that. So I highly encourage anybody that is reading your information, that is learning something new to give back to you. And, and what a, not a better way than to purchase a, a pyramid? Your prices are very, very reasonable, very nice. I mean, I, I price pyramids here and there and things. Um, the, the spiral you made, no one makes that. You, and you made it out of hemp composite. Like it's a renewable, recyclable resource, uh, which we never got into the spirals. And maybe that's in a, we'll do that later, but wow. You know what I mean? Like it, for what you charged, you, you did so well at working with me and getting it to me into another country. We had, you know, customs, as we know, can be kind of a, a booger, I'll call it. They're kind of messy and sloppy in how they do things. And you, you know, the package got returned once. You were spot on top of it. Like, it shows that the electroculture is working with what you're eating and, and that you have phenomenal customer service. And, um, and I just want people to know that. Like, if they go to your website, they say, oh, it's over another country. I can't get his stuff. No. Andrea will send you whatever, and he's on top of it. And uh, I was very impressed with your service and how you uh, got me the the kit, the garden kit, which had like a little bit of everything. You know, it, it had the Lakowski coil, it had the pyramid, it had the antenna, it had the the spiral uh, mold to make the spirals. The compass was in there. You had some seeds to do an experiment. Um, you just loaded me up with all this stuff. It was amazing. And anyway, so I just encourage anyone, you know, to that's interested, it's learning something to support Andrea because this man has taken, you know, the North Node course and he's walking that narrow path and we need to support. You know, I, I truly believe the only way we're going to change farming is through philanthropy. We've got to get the community to get involved and just dump resources into this. And that's my goal. You know, I have Crucial 4. The community supports that because they also support this mission of farming and nutrient density. So I like to take the proceeds from the company and put it into farming. And that's what we're doing. You know, uh, we're not buying fancy cars and, and all this crap that, that will you know, burn up and doesn't matter. We're looking to actually change the food system. So... Thank you, Andrea. If you'd like to leave any, anyone with any words, the floor is yours. I will. I will shut my my mouth. I had too much coffee maybe this morning. I apologize. <laughs> I, I really thank you. I really thank you. I love the the idea of um, 
circular economy because uh, like uh, I, I discover all my experience in the energetic field, especially in the nature, um, there is always an exchange. Eh? Okay, you cannot take only like the soil, you can take, 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 you need to give. And only if you, if you have a circular economy, the circular energy, everything will work. Okay, I can give you like a plant, I can give you the sugar, you, please give me the water. Uh, we can exchange, we need to move around, we need to exchange. If we are stuck, we don't go anywhere. So right. I reinforce right. your message. I want to exchange my my knowledge with you and uh, create a pilot project uh, that's working correctly so everybody can see. And uh, as soon as I can, I will come. <laughs> God bless you.